Welcome to another episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast, where we offer actions and steps you can take today to start balancing your hormones naturally. This is your podcast host, Leah Brueggemann. I am a functional diagnostic nutritional practitioner. I am honored and excited to be your guide on your journey to better understanding your hormonal health and how it affects your everyday life. Hey ladies, welcome back to another episode. This is slightly a different episode, kind of-ish. So we have Kate Morton back on. You have heard her before. She is the founder of Funget Wellness, a seed cycling company um, that I talk about all the time because they make my seed cycling life easier. But we're not talking about seeds. <laughs> we're going to talk about alcohol. So um, I feel like this is a common knowledge because people ask me all the time, like, why, how do you, you know, not drink alcohol when you go out? And I don't like alcohol. <laughs> so I am not very versed in this topic because I just don't like it. It's not that I have anything against drinking it or whatever. I don't like the taste of it. Like, for example, beer, I think tastes like rotten bread, like no desire to enter that realm. Um, I just think it's so gross. But I have so many clients and so many people that talk to me about like the social pressures of drinking or um, what, what do they say? I'm a I am a more fun person to be around when I'm drinking or you think X, Y, Z, you need to drink tequila or whatever it is. And you can't go to parties. You can't socialize, even though you may feel like I get more anxiety with alcohol or my hormonal issues are worse with alcohol. Alcohol is a neurotoxin. Like I think sometimes we forget that. Like we normalize drinking alcohol and you're weird if you don't drink alcohol, but nobody wants to talk about the fact that it's a neurotoxin. It's like, okay. Um, so that is, I'm coming off my soapbox of it being a neurotoxin. I would love for you to share a little bit about alcohol and why you decided to give it up for a year. Yeah. So first off, I love alcohol and I love going out and I love drinking. And it's, it was such a big part of my life because I thought it was so fun. Mm-hmm. And I relate to you if you're thinking like, oh, I don't think I'm going to be fun without it. Or I don't know how to go out in public without it or how to socialize without it. And when we say these things, it sounds dramatic. It sounds extreme. But if you take a step back and you look at the way pretty much the entire world socializes and lives their lives and gathers around alcohol. It's so easy to say to your friend, hey, why don't we go grab a drink after work and catch up? It's different when you're like, hey, you want to go on a walk around the lake and just like chat? Like it's different. And so that's my background. And I about – it's been nine months now, nine months ago – my anxiety was just so bad. I didn't know it at the time, but I had Hashimoto's and I was on my way to getting diagnosed with that. I also run a business. I just needed to be able to get the most out of my life and drinking was getting in the way of that. And I finally sat down and I was emotionally exhausted, tired. You know, someone's like, oh, what's your low point? I just, I knew for so long that alcohol wasn't serving me and I knew it wasn't healthy and I knew it wasn't good for me and I knew all these things, but I couldn't give it up because I was so scared of being left out. And that's like the really vulnerable truth about it. And I tell a lot of people that I had 
no idea that I'd ever be able to do this. And it, again, it sounds dramatic, but I think if you're listening to this, even if you just have a couple drinks a week, it's hard. And yeah, that's my little soapbox about why I gave it up. And it's I important. decided, and I did it right before um, I gave up in October. So right before the holidays. Ooh, you were committed. I was. And I'll tell you, I remember on Thanksgiving walking in, we did it with our friends because we were going home for Christmas. So we didn't go home for Thanksgiving. I walk into their house. I can smell all the familiar smells. All our friends are there. It's this big fun party, but everyone's drinking. And I had to lock myself in the bathroom for two minutes and do box breathing because I was just so anxious walking in there. And it, it really took three months, four months, and I'm still working on it for me to figure out how I could go into these social situations and not be like the fun party Kate you know like how can I still be that person but without alcohol oh I think you just nailed it on the head right there because I will have clients that will tell me like I know alcohol is not serving my goals like right they're trying to lose weight they're trying to get better periods they're dealing with anxiety and it may not even be extreme and it's like maybe you don't drink every night but maybe you drink every week right and they just they can't see a life where they can hang out with their friends without drinking alcohol. Or another big one I get is people are going to think I'm a party pooper or people are think I'm Debbie Downer or they're going to judge me or they're going to think I'm weird if I'm not drinking. Um, and I'm sure that you probably had all of those thoughts too before you decided to give up alcohol. Yeah, I'm going to be real with you. Some people are going to think those things and those aren't your people. And I know that that's a really uncomfortable and – sad thing to sit with but there will be people who decide like oh I only like going out and drinking with her and that's when you can really find the people in your life who are your really good friends because I was so scared of that and there were definitely people over the past nine months I've grown further apart from but there's other people I've grown so much closer to and the approach I took was just one of radical honesty this isn't good for my mental health this isn't serving my health goals and my longevity goals, and I don't want to do it right now. And when you're brutally honest, it actually gives your true friends a chance to show up mm-hmm. and say, wow, I didn't know that, you know, that was really hard for you, or I'm really proud of you. You know what? I actually don't need to drink tonight either. Do you want to go do something else? Like it kind of, once you do it and once you commit to it and you tell them, it gives the amazing people in your life a chance to actually step up and show you that you're so much more than that fun party person or that person who's always a good time. Like they think those things about you, whether you're drinking or not. Mm -hmm. And I bet there's a lot of other people who may want to give up alcohol too, but they weren't, they were like, I'm too scared to be the first one to say that. And so then when you say that, you're like, they think, oh my goodness. Yeah. I want to do that too. Um, when you said, let's go get a drink versus like, let's go for a walk. I just think that's so funny because it's, I do the same thing with like coffee, like let's grab coffee or whatever. It's like, sometimes it's our inner subconscious or what is a scaredy cat. And it's like, well, what if I just go hang out with this person and we just talk? (laughs) What's going to happen? Like, what are we going to talk about? Is it going to be weird? I'm not going to have something to do with my hands. And even if they're friends as in like you know them decently well, it's it's kind of like a whole new step in your relationship of like, hey, let's just talk and like who knows? Like maybe you'll have a very deep conversation and maybe that's also kind of scary too. 
yeah, I think there's a lot of scary aspects to it and that's why it's so hard. And look, I'm really honest with people. It's not been easy. The first three months I, I was miserable. Like I was and social set. I, I committed to myself. I was still going to show up for all the holiday things. I was still going to be a part of the social scene. That doesn't work for everybody. Some people actually need to take those three months and go back and be alone and kind of recenter. For me, I'm such an extrovert. I knew that if I did that, it would be worse. And so the first three months were hard. And I really, even at 29 years old, had to figure out who I am. Like, who do I actually like hanging out with? What things do I like talking about? I also found like when I drank, I just like didn't like myself necessarily. Like I didn't do anything you know, everyone's like, oh, did you do something like crazy? I'm like, not really. I just generally like felt like I was, I'm a, like I was a little more gossipy or Mm -hmm. I was a little bit, had no filter. Like I might say something that hurt someone's feelings or I would be really anxious that I was going to do that. Now that I don't drink, it's like, that's not a problem anymore, which is like, I have so much more mental energy. Yeah. You're the same age as me. Um, so I love that you just admitted that it's hard, you know, because some people are just like, oh, just, you know, stop drinking or whatever. And this is where, this is why I wanted to bring you on to talk about this because I just, I, I cannot relate to this aspect of it. Um, because I'm just like, if you give me a mocktail, I will be equally as happy as if you give me an actual cocktail, actually be happier (laughs) with the mocktail. Um, And that is just something I literally despise the taste of it. Maybe it was just a gift. Maybe I was given a gift of not liking the taste of alcohol. Such a gift. Um, So I just – I want to know, like, the hard parts. And um, I love how you said you still went to the social gathering. So it was hard. So, like, what did you do to navigate that? Because you obviously still wanted to enjoy family and enjoy friends and – and you told everybody up front, you said, really be blunt. Cause I'm like, what if they're like, oh, why aren't you drinking? That totally happens. And so many people thought I was pregnant. Be- oh, just course. because I was always the one who's like, let's go get a drink. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. And they were like, oh my gosh, are you pregnant? And I took another minute to educate people on maybe why that's like kindly, why that's not appropriate either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm not. I'm actually just like really focus on myself right now and like healing. And another interesting thing of why I think giving up alcohol is hard. You don't realize how much alcohol emotionally numbs you. Um, especially if you start drinking at an early age, like, you know, high school, college, whatever it is. I know that's illegal, but let's all be real. Yeah, Like it happens. That's when I started. And I also started therapy at the same time I stopped drinking because mm. – and it was a coincidence. It just yeah. – that happened to be when the ther- – I got off the wait list for my therapist, da, 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 da. I've learned you do have to confront your emotions a little bit more head on. You, It's so easy to be like, I had a bad day at work. I'm just going to go drink a bottle of wine. That's very common. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize how much it disrupts that feeling and emotional pattern and – I think I went on a little bit of a tangent, but no, that was, that, that was a good tangent. That was a good one. Um, we do. We use it to cope instead of like getting other tools that are good for coping. Um, I 100% have that with ice cream. <laughs> Everyone 
as it was something. And I definitely, it's a really common thing. I definitely replaced drinking with sweets, which now mm-hmm. I'm like reevaluating my relationship with sugar because um, your blood sugar. There's also yeah. like a blood sugar aspect to it of alcohol is so chaotic for our blood sugar, but your mm-hmm. body gets so used to it. So my sugar cravings were insane. I yeah. ate so much Hue chocolate. Mm. Their new milk chocolate, though, man. It's also good. I know, I know. We're going to take a quick moment for today's sponsor. I know that you guys know I'm obsessed with mushrooms because we've talked about them before, and I am all about little things that you can do for your health to move that needle forward without making any massive changes. And I really want to share with you uh, mushrooms that I've been using for a little bit and have just made a massive difference in my life. I'm telling you, get everything done on your to-do list, massive energy, massive focus. Um, Someone that's been taking them almost the same amount of time as I have was telling me that she noticed such a difference in anxiety and mood. I was like, oh my goodness, you guys need these things, okay? So I have been taking Aversio Wellness mushrooms and you've probably heard me talk about mushrooms before, but these are different. These are, these are special and these are such high quality and I, I love them. So let me tell you why. When I had been looking at mushrooms before, I didn't realize what a high dosage you're needing to actually get that therapeutic dose that you're seeing the results in all these studies. So I had seen all of these studies done on mushrooms and you see all of these benefits and I was not noticing the same difference with a lot of these different mushrooms. And I didn't know why until I realized that I wasn't taking the correct dosage. You know, I had been taking 500 to 1,000 milligrams when for a lot of these mushrooms, the studies were done on 3,000, 4,000 milligrams. So I had been severely, you know, underdosing what I needed. And I look at the bottle that I'm taking and that's so many capsules. And so when I came across Aversio Wellness, I was just over the moon excited because I could reach a therapeutic dosage with one capsule. For example, Um, Their cordyceps mushroom is an eight to one. So the crude equivalent, like when I take one capsule, I'm getting 4,000 milligrams of cordyceps mushroom. That is so much better. And when I tried their cordyceps mushroom, I had so much more energy and I had tried other cordyceps mushrooms before and never noticed that difference. I literally noticed that difference the exact same day. So that was the game changer for me because I'm like, well, if I can notice a difference today, I mean, yes, it's definitely working. So I love their mushrooms. I've tried all of their mushrooms, okay? So I'm gonna give you a little bit of a breakdown on which ones maybe you want because there's a mushroom for every moment depending on what you are needing, okay? So it th- now the big thing here is do you like blends or do you like capsules? Because they do have some blends that are in a powder and you can get multiple mushrooms at one time. So if you kind of want to try that out versus just trying one mushroom, that would be a great way to start. Um, I can't pick a favorite blend, but we're going to start with the Awaken blend because it has turkey tail, lion's mane, and cordyceps. This was the one that I took, and I kid you not, you guys, my massive to-do list was done, and I just, I felt so focused, I had so much energy, and I literally called my mom that day, and I said, you need this blend, you need these mushrooms, 
I'm pretty sure she ordered them the same day. It's like, you need these because this is incredible. So I, I love all of them, but if you want energy and you want focus, I would definitely do the Awaken Blend or I would do Cordyceps and Lion's Mane by themselves. And then um, Stress, Reishi. Their Reishi is amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. And I believe they title it Chill Now, which is just so appropriate. Um, this is one that um, I had someone taking and she noticed such a massive difference in anxiety and mood. So there literally is a mushroom for every moment. You just kind of have to figure out which one is the best for you. And I... I've been using them for six, seven weeks now, and I'm not stopping anytime soon. I love them. I do the Awaken Blend in the morning if I'm traveling and I um, can't put that in my coffee. I will literally take cordyceps, um, turkey tail, and lion's mane like separately as a capsule. I'll like take them with me because I'm not missing a day of those. Um, and then throughout the day, I will decide like, do I want to do the Rejuvenate Blend, which has a few different mushrooms in it. Um, or I will take typically like chaga and tremella sometime in the middle of the day. And then at nighttime, I take reishi. That is my schedule, but you can really find whichever mushroom aligns with you. So please go to Aversio Wellness. I will have them linked in the show notes, or you can go to E-V-E-R-S-I-O Wellness and read all about them. They have the most informative blog. They are extremely transparent. They are certified um, organic. They are non-GMO. They are fruiting body only, which is really important because you're not going to be getting any grains in there. They are third-party tested. They are grain-free. Um, and the important thing about the third-party testing is that they actually are testing for the actual nutrients and the and the benefits of the mushrooms in there and not just saying, oh, we think it has this much. They are actually testing to make sure that you are going to notice those benefits in the mushrooms. So I cannot recommend them enough. Um, go to Aversio Wellness and you can use my name, Leah, L-E-A-H, to save 15% on your orders. So definitely check them out and let me know what you think. So for the social piece, that's, I was upfront with my friends because I wanted to be held accountable. Oh, okay. Yeah. I told everyone I'm not doing this and I don't want to do it. So one, please don't offer it to me because this is hard for me. And two, like call me out, mm -hmm. like hold me accountable. And, and they did. And they're, and actually a lot of my friends now, like it's crazy. Like now they're like, man, I don't want to drink as much. You're right. Like you don't really need to drink to have fun. And I think I'm way more fun without alcohol. No tears, yeah. no chaotic craziness. Yeah. I, and I, well, again, this, like, I think you brought it up very well when you talked about therapy is like, we feel like you need to drink to be fun. And it's like, I, I really challenge you to ask the question, why? Why do you feel like you need to drink to have fun? Like, is it the type of people you're hanging out with? Well, then do you really want to be hanging out with them? And it's, None of these are easy questions. I, I really think that if you are going to, I really think that everyone needs to go sign up with a therapist. <laughs> but That is like my biggest so advice for anyone is like, because it, it can help you navigate it because you have to ask yourself why a lot. Yeah, and you do. And, you know, I decided that this may not be forever. And I've kind of, because I wanted to do a year. That was like my goal is like, 
make mm-hmm. it a year. Um, I kind of have decided I'm going to Italy on vacation this year. Like I want to drink wine in Italy, but it's mm-hmm. interesting. I have a feeling that I'm going to have a glass of wine and get a headache immediately and be like, oh, I mean, guys, I also haven't been hungover in nine months. Do you mm-hmm. know how much more time I've had? I started doing Pilates. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Yeah. I'm very Do into Pilates. Do you like Pilates? I love reformer Pilates. I'm like addicted to it. So I just want to try it. I, I like, I just want to try it to see, but like, um, I need to find some place that has a membership or something. Cause per class is very expensive. I know. I like paid the per class and now I just did a membership. I went this morning. I go every Tuesday and every Thursday morning. Mm, I love it. I need to, I need to like find a class and then text you and be like, text me and ask me if I signed up for it. <laughs> yes. I'll hold you accountable. Yeah. I think that's a big piece of this. And you know, Not everyone has to completely give up alcohol. I think the thing I realized through this was it is bad for me. It is not good for me. And that's why I'm like very hesitant to reincorporate it even after this year is up because, I mean, I really sleep so much better. My HSO, if you have an aura ring, Leah and I Mm -hmm. both have aura rings. My HRV was consistently in the 40s. I stopped drinking and then I found out I had Hashimoto's and got on medication. It's consistently in the 80s now. That's massively different. Which is like ma- – 80 is like great. 40 is like bad. <laughs> Let's it be is. real. <laughs> Let's be real. It's not good. I looked it up and I'm like, I am doing so- – and that, this was the other thing. And I'm just going on so many tangents. But I was doing so many other things for my health. But mm-hmm. alcohol was the one thing I always made excuses for. And I had to really ask myself, why? Mm-hmm. Why am I constantly justifying this thing that on paper I know isn't good for me? Yeah. And it was because I was scared I wouldn't be fun without it or that I couldn't have fun without it. Yeah. There comes the why again. Like, why? Why do you feel that way? And that's like things with food, too. Um I can eat out now and navigate anything that I want to eat, you know, and feel good at wherever most places people want to eat, except for maybe like McDonald's. I don't think I can navigate much there. Um, But, and it doesn't, and I just don't put other people's joy on my food choices. It's like they, I can still do whatever they need and still be fun or whatever and eat whatever that I want and find joy in that instead of like, oh, if I don't eat dessert, then people are going to like judge me or if I don't eat what they're eating. It's like, no, eat what is going to make you feel good because then you're going to be a better friend and you're going to have more fun and blah, 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 blah. But we always like to, we always, need to ask why like why do you feel that way or why do you think people feel that way about you or why do we need to act a certain way around people and that really is a very hard question because it really does cause you to evaluate if you feel that way around them are they really the type of people that you want to be around in terms of like your bigger goals yeah and I and I think too have you given them a chance? Because I thought all, a lot of people in my life would like be a little weird about this and they really weren't. Mm-hmm. They were like, well, I'm so proud of you. Wow, that's really great. And so, you know, there's two sides to it. Like one, have you given them a chance? Mm-hmm. And then when you give them a chance, if they kind of show you that 
maybe they're not ready for that. Maybe it's time to move on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. So what are some things that you did? I know you said you were in therapy, but like, what are some things that you did to help navigate this, to survive it and then thrive? Yeah. So one therapy is like definitely a lot of it. And my therapist, like, it's funny. She never asks me if I'm still not drinking, but I always like love to tell her like made it another month. Um, I'm like really rewards driven and like goals driven. And so in the beginning I would buy myself like a little, like, like a nice gift. Cause I was, mm-hmm. I would tally up how much I would have spent on alcohol. Oh, I love that. And I would take 10% of that and I would buy myself something nice. And you save like, a lot of money. You save a lot of money. So like I, we, the system we use in our house is we pay everything on credit cards, pay it off at the end of the month, get the points to travel. I have like one card that was like specifically for going out. I cut it by like 90% and I still went out. I still did all the same things I was doing. I just didn't drink. Like I would go to like two or three happy hours a week and then go out on the weekends and like mm-hmm. all these things. I cut it by 90%. That's a lot. A lot. I mean, it was a lot. And so I take a little bit of that and buy myself a nice gift. That doesn't work for everyone because that could maybe lead to like a little bit of a shopping addiction. Um, I did that for the first three months. And that's kind of what my little bracelets are is like I bought myself like a little gold bracelet for each month that I didn't drink. And then two, for me, talking about it, posting about it helped. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing how many people messaged me and were like, I've been thinking about doing the same thing. I'm nervous. Like that community aspect was really um, eye-opening and exciting for me. And I felt really supported and like I had the opportunity to support somebody else. Three, I got really into the non-alcoholic beverage world. Yeah. I have just found some really cool things and – I think like mocktails too. Like I just found out like more of like a beverage girly. I don't necessarily need like alcohol. I just want cool beverages. Like I just Mm -hmm. like trying new things. So those were the things that really helped me. And then like getting into Pilates and like, so I would book a class like in the morning, like on a Saturday morning and you can't cancel. You have to pay $20 on top of what you already paid. And so I would have, I would have to go. And if I was hungover, there's no way I'm going to go. And now I'm going to lose the $20. And so yeah, that's that really like all the things you to go. So yeah. beverages, let's talk about those. Those are right up my alley. I'd love to have some more fun drinks. Um, so there's this really cool one. It's brand new. They're actually our office mates at Funkit, which is like the serendipitous of this. It's called Good Spirits. It just launched in Austin, Texas. It so has, do they ship? They're about to start shipping. They have no artificial flavors, no natural flavors, no preservatives. Like, they are legit. Are they the one that's, like, good, all vibes, no regrets? Yes, I think so. Ooh. Their branding's really pretty. And it has, like, valerian root. They have three different flavors based on how you want to feel. So I really like them. Oh, so it's like we're doing some herbs in here. Yeah, I like the French exhale, I think. That's my favorite. Okay, I, I literally pulled them up, you guys. So I think this is the is it the Autumn Palmer and the French yeah. exhale. Yep, that's hemp and valerian. Okay, so these are, is it like full spectrum hemp, broad spectrum hemp? I hemp? think, I, I know it doesn't have any THC in it. Okay, so then it must be broad spectrum. 
I, yeah, I'm not like well versed in my CBD. So that's one that I just found that I love. And it's the first one that I've tried and I feel like it fully replaced a cocktail for me. Really? Yes. And it's kind of designed like it has a little bit of sugar in it, but it's designed for you to have like one or two, not like five. Um, yeah. And so that's – and my husband agrees. So that's the other funny thing is my husband – that's how we used to bond a lot is going out and getting a drink together. So yeah. there was that like aw- awkward shift in like what are we going to do now? Right. But this drink – he stopped drinking. I mean he didn't stop drinking. He's cut back and he really enjoys these drinks. So that's Go one. husband. I know. And like it was funny because like on New Year's like he didn't cut back and he was hungover and I wasn't. And then – he broke his ankle like four weeks later and I was like, maybe if you weren't hung over on New Year's, your year would get – it was a little mean. That was like a little – it was like one of my more spiteful comments. And he – I mean, he laughed. Like we kind of have that like relationship. But so that's like one I really like. I really like Kin Euphorics. Um, I'm literally Googling all of them as I like Kin Euphorics. They're great. Um, I like – they have the – I like the one that has caffeine in it. That's something I found is like – how do you spell I like that one? K-I-N. Kin. And then Kin. Euphorics. Okay. They have lots of – they have, like, dim, I think. It's a, like – theirs is very um, scientific. Yeah. There's they have pretty a, bottles. They're really pretty. And then I like Recess, which is, like, another CBD drink. Um, I like Crisp and Crude. These are all CBD drinks now, I'm realizing. So I guess I just kind of got into CBD. I quit drinking <laughs> Um, and then I, it's interesting cause I love kombucha, but I'm dealing with like some like remnants of a parasite from when I was traveling. And so I can't really have kombucha right now cause it oh. like aggravates my tummy. So, but I think that's a great option if you can have it. Got in a tart cherry juice with like sparkling water. Mm, like one of those at nighttime. I do really like that. I like that at nighttime. And like, I'll even have like one of those good spirit strengths around like five or six when I'm winding down work. And it's like a nice mental click for me to like click off for the night. Mm-hmm. I could go on and on. I've like got a lot. I mean, I've tried, um, there's a company called Acid League that does something called Wine Proxies because mm-hmm. I really liked wine. They're really good. Um, I mean, the big thing for me is like, I'm trying to watch my sugar a little bit because. I got like very like my sweet tooth has just gotten really intense since I quit drinking. So mm-hmm. that's the hardest part. But I love mocktails. My friend Blair, I'll have to send you her Instagram. She makes like yeah. these amazing mocktail videos on Instagram, I and I try to recreate those. them all. Yeah, I have so many saved on TikTok, and then I like don't do anything. <laughs> Just go, that looks so good. Because well, they make them look so pretty. And so, like, sometimes I'll stitch her video and show me making it, and mine looks, like, <laughs> atrocious, and my kitchen's, like, a mess. And I'm, like, but they're good. I just – I love mocktails. I love having something. And then I also think it's really – if you find a drink that's really, like, cool-looking and fun to take with you – I'm, mm-hmm. like, very into, like, the way aesthetics. I like aesthetically pleasing drinks and brands. And, like, I love taking those to parties. And then people are, like, oh, can I have one? I'm, like, yeah, try it. And, like – also, like, if you're, like, I'm absolutely not giving up alcohol, can you mix some of these in when you go to out? Mm-hmm. Can you maybe have one mocktail, one cocktail? Like, how mm-hmm. can you cut back? Also, if you don't want to, you don't have to. Yeah. It's just we're walking you through it. If this is, like, <clears throat> your goal, if when it 
if your health goals and mental health goals are not being reached by continuing to drink alcohol, here are some alternatives. Um, and I always love like people love using kava. <clears throat> I love kava recommending for that you just can't mix kava with alcohol so you couldn't do like a kava drink and an alcoholic drink like you have to have no alcohol yeah you have to be real careful with kava um but there used to be a kava bar around my house so I did that a little bit in the beginning I feel like I've tried like everything yeah I love that I want to try good spirits I like pulled it up I love their ingredients I mean it has like 11 or 6 grams of added sugar but it's like you have that with a meal and that's kind of like what I like my approach to it was like I'll have this with a meal and I'm not gonna have four of them yeah yeah but the thing is like we compare that and we look at it and we judge it but like if you drink alcohol which had how much more sugar you wouldn't have even been you know people aren't like oh my goodness that has so much sugar like that was the other thing I would never question sugar that's in like a margarita, but I would like overanalyze food labels. And that was another, I just had all these little red flags of like, I am making so many excuses because I don't want to get rid of this substance, Mm -hmm. which is like, oh, maybe I need to like ask why. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love this whole like thing. I, I watched you go through it. And at the end when you said, I am so much more fun, not on alcohol. It's like, oh, we need to have Kate on. <laughs> and I really think I am. And like, I think my, my friends think I am. Like I, my husband thinks I am. I think I, most importantly, I think I am. And the thing is like, is drinking alcohol making you the person you want to be? Mm-hmm. Do you wake up the next morning and feel really good about the decisions that you made? Do you wake up the next morning feeling like, you know, like I just didn't. Like I used to, my anxiety would get so bad. I would call all my friends the next morning. Like keep in mind, I wouldn't have done anything. I would call them and be like, are we still friends? Do you still like me? Like as an adult, like as a 29-year-old, like I mean 28-year-old I guess when I gave it up. But I don't know. Like I had a lot of anxiety from it. And I think a lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also even just like thinking about it from like a blood sugar standpoint, like whatever you're drinking is massively spiking your blood sugar. And that's been shown to like um, cause anxiety and mental health issues. So it's like, you know, you're firing on it from all standpoints in terms of like making anxiety harder. It was just making my life so much harder. Yeah. And I think I'm so much more fun now and like more confident and, you know, mm-hmm. it is hard, but I think if someone asked me like, oh, do you, did you instantly feel better? I was like, no, no. It took three months. Yeah. And and even sometimes like I start to question myself in social situations and then I just take a step back and I'm like, you know, it's okay. Everyone does this. Everyone mm-hmm. gets a little bit of social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I become less social as I get older because I just am like, do I really want to put effort into this? Like, does, is this bring value to me? And if the answer is no, then I'm like, no, I'm not going to put energy into that. (laughs) And that's like where I got with alcohol. I'm like, this is not bringing me anything like good, positive, like. Yeah. And I'm spending all, I was also about to spend all this money on um, a gut healing protocol for I had like H. pylori and SIBO Ew, and like all these other things yeah. from traveling. And I was like, I'm not supposed to spend all this money on this protocol and still be drinking. And a bunch of the herbs I ended up going on were contraindicated for drinking anyways. Mm-hmm. 
So. Yeah, I gotta watch out for that. You do. Yeah. Well, my goodness, thank you for sharing all of that. Um, I know we didn't talk about seeds at all, but I'm still going to link Funkit Wellness in the show notes if you want to do seed cycling with us. Um, and you can use the code Leah15 to save 15% on seed cycling. I'm also going to link Good Spirits. Do it. Too. They're awesome. Like, yeah. I love them and they're so cool and they like sold out and they're just like the most delicious drinks. And I, I think that they're like, they put a lot of effort in, in the back end mm-hmm. of like, what actually is going to be, because I think the thing that can be frustrating if you're used to drinking and feeling altered, mm-hmm. when you just have like a mocktail, sometimes it's like, just feels like juice. And so I think sometimes these like herbal cocktails that are still really beneficial for you can help you relax. And maybe that's why, I think that's why I was really drawn to CBD is like, I just needed help relaxing. And valerian's great for that. Like valerian herb is great for sleep too. So knock yourself out with that. Um, lit- yeah. Actually, literally. <laughs> you will sleep so much better. That is the other thing. Like, yeah. Sleep. Chef's kiss after giving up alcohol and sleep. So important. Uh, well, thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And if, I, if anyone has any questions, my Instagram's carbs and Kate. You can message me. Um, I'm not perfect. I'm, not probably going to give up alcohol forever. Maybe I might mindfully reincorporate it, but this break for me has just been, it's been life-changing. So if anyone has any questions, I'm happy to help. Have you ever wondered if there's just one specific supplement that will just change the game for you? Or if there's one specific supplement that's just going to ruin you? (laughs) I get asked questions all the time like can I take this supplement should I take this supplement and I don't know because I haven't looked at your labs and I don't know you right I don't know your medical history but what I did do for you is I created a freebie called supplement do's and don'ts now what is this so the top commonly used commonly asked about supplements that I would not recommend you ever take unless you have tested because they are fabulous amazing supplements if used correctly if you don't need it and you take it it can cause more issues I put those in the guide and I explained why okay so you can learn about that and then I also made a section for you that's all of the supplements that are generally good for everybody newsflash most of these are food-based but not all of them there's one in there that is not food-based um, I will give you an example of one of them. One of them's electrolytes. Most people need electrolytes. You know, they could, you could benefit from getting some good old electrolytes in your body. And I explain why these are beneficial. So if you've ever wondered, like, what are some supplements that are just generally good? Most people are going to benefit from them. Or what supplements should you definitely not take if you haven't tested? Go to the show notes and you can download supplement do's and don'ts. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Balancing Hormones Naturally. If you found this helpful, I would love for you to share it with a friend and post it on your stories and tag Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast so we can get this message out. You can find me on Instagram at Leah underscore B-R-U-E-G and I would absolutely love to hear from you.